Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 11 of the Adventures in Novus podcast. We are so stoked to see all the downloads come in from you guys. We have so many, it's impossible for them all to be from my mother. Thanks to everyone who has followed and liked us on YouTube and all the other stuff. As always, all of our socials are in the notes, and let's just get into it. Starting with a recap from Travis. Our plan in place. We began the takedown of the Forsaken Hideout. We cleared out some orphans, and Anders, after many repeated strikes, fell to Rufio's blades. But Crick was able to stave off his permanent death. Finally, in the end, Rufio fell to Crick and his well-timed spear attack. That is where we find our heroes. A lot has happened. How does everyone feel? Unconscious. <laughs> yep. Crick feels like the strongest man alive. Uh, perhaps the uh, strongest man ever lived. Travis is kind of, I don't know, questioning things right now. Is he's, uh, he's just seen Anders, he, the, the pillar of strength that he always was. He, he's seen him just now fall uh, before his eyes. Uh, but, you know, our fearless leader, Crick, of course, has pulled through. And I think Travis is just questioning things because he hasn't found that bloodlust, that, that killer instinct yet. Uh, and he's scared that his adventuring days are kind of going to be over quick because he wanted to be this grand adventurer and go on all these, all these stories and tales. But he's, he's, he's worried for the future right now, I think, um, in, in the moment anyway. That's because technically you're kind of still a newbie as an adventurer. And the other two are definitely more experienced, and it seems to show. It is the 12th of Gazra, the fifth day of the journey, and two days left until the expected Kalamian patrol. I kind of imagine this scene we're returning to being that inevitable scene in every war movie where a bomb or grenade went off, and then there's that sound in the background. Everything kind of slows down. There's just carnage everywhere, blood on the walls, blood on the floor. The hideout has been torn apart with chairs and tables overturned, arrows in the wall, arrows in the dead, dead orphans everywhere. (laughs) Bartender with Jagger bombs and... Other drinks available for whoever was going to win the fight, cowering in the corner. Other bodies on the ground, lifeless. And one of them is Anders, who was one point away from full death. That's it. Make a new character. Bye bye Maybe even a new person. Travis is screaming, Anders, get up. And Anders is lying face down, lifeless, eyes open, ready to meet his father. The symbol of a chroma slowly appearing before him. Rufio is face down, bleeding on the ground. Crick, with his arms cheering, dagger in one hand, spear in the other, just in the zone, happy with his amazing display of spear fighting. <laughs> Travolta hair bouncing up and down, <laughs> scars glistening with sweat just all over him from his muddy attack. The original orphan from the beginning of the fight that was guarding the door wakes up, shakes his head, looks at everything that has happened inside, and makes a break for it. So, you have an empty hideout, except for a bartender. You have Anders on the ground. Anders, in your unconscious state, you have a vision with a green shield and a golden tree inside the shield. And in the center of that shield is a shadowy figure that can be seen with the light of the symbol behind it. Make a choice. We're dependent. Restore the order. 
Restore Crestlandia. Embrace my power. And the shadow starts to fade into the symbol, and you just see blackness. It can't be. You're not real. My mind's playing tricks on me. I... Uh... No. <laughs> so what's your plan here, boys? You're in the hideout. There's a scene of carnage. You guys were... Left yourself a lot of time for that patrol to... Like, you know, it's at least another 50 minutes before they come back. Yep. And the battle actually wasn't too long. Each round is six seconds long. So really, that battle all really happened in a couple minutes. And you got to make some choices, though. You can't linger. What do you do? I do one of the shots. I don't understand your words. Jagerbomb. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> don't let them go to waste, right? Yeah, he, he's poured these shots yeah. for the victor of the battle. So you go up to the bar, and there's... Jaeger shots at the ready. He poured them in the battle. And you see a bartender cowering just behind the bar. He's just curled up in a little ball. And you take a shot off the bar. I do uh, want yeah. that. That's yep. to steady my nerves, actually. Yep. For, yeah, I think, for real, Travis would need a shot right there. Yeah, you feel great. Yeah, Travis, maybe not the right time for this, but uh, hurry. We must uh, loot these bodies and move on. And I want to go to Root. Oh's body yeah and check what he's got so you guys want to loot um crick wants to check rufio but let's just get this all done real quick if you guys want to roll a perception check we'll do all the loot and what's in the room combined for the first floor 19 19 for travis yeah 13 Okay. And I assume I am not perceived. <laughs> and yeah, you are in love. You can roll, you can roll for fun. <laughs> Just for funsies. It, it's minus 40, whatever you roll. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. Oh, 19. So oh, it's only minus 21. Yeah. You roll well when you're unconscious. Yes. <laughs> That's the trick, it seems. Yeah. So throughout the room, there's like poker happening. There's like some money on the table and there's like scattered things about and then there's the dead bodies. So all told... We'll do um, Rufio by himself, because that's fun. He had 40 gold coins. Mm-hmm. He had a black pearl, which is worth a lot. And he had some other gems, as well as two plus one scimitars. Shimitar? Scimitars? The rest all combined from the bodies and the room is 46 gold, 210 silver, 240 copper, a scroll of burning hands, a potion of keen senses, a potion of shield of faith, scroll of charm person, and a potion of endure elements. If you don't know what they do, look them up. We're not going to explain it. So now you have the first floor covered, bartender cowering still, shots available. What do you do? Yeah, Mr. Bartender here, and I slip him uh, a gold out of all of the nonsense. Yep. You're very good there. Just you keep quiet and stay there. This is for you. Now, don't move. Just... Wait for us to leave. He's very compliant. He takes the gold and he just cowers and he's just nodding. Like it's very good. Fast. You've done well. Now, Travis, uh, we should we should go. Actually, Mr. Bartender, you're going to come with us. So just just come upstairs for a moment. Oh, I have to come. Just walk up the stairs. It's oh, not the problem. God. Why? Just let me cower. <laughs> <laughs> I have to come. Royal diplomacy or intimidation. What do you want to try to do? Diplomacy. Oh, I don't have diplomacy. 
Intimidate. 13. Oh, can I just stay here? Yeah. Fine, I don't care. Just sit down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then let's let's go upstairs. Let's, yeah. Travis, come quick. We must go check in, then we must get Anders out of here. All right, leaving Anders on the ground with a bartender in the corner. Who knows what's going to happen when they're gone? I do, but they don't. So you walk up the rickety stairs, keeping in mind that the dogs didn't really come in this battle. I'm conscious of that. And you turn the corner and through the makeshift door that Rufio had to his office, you see two dogs dead bleeding out. Okay, can I, okay, I'll, yeah, perception then? Yeah, so you move apart the door and you take a look inside. Okay, 19. So you see two dead dogs and a big tengu feather on the table <laughs> of Rufio. Okay, cool. I think we should take this feather away from here. This is good. Okay, now I'd like to search the room. Okay, how are you going to search the room? Are you going to take 10? No, 20? we wish to roll and check the room. Okay, so you want to do a deep investigation of the room. That's two more perception checks. Yep. 14. 23. 23 and a 14. But with a 14, you do find in the drawers of Rufio's desk um, a book. And with a quick scan, it appears to be a ledger. You obviously don't have time probably to read it now. So you just put that in your pouch. And Travis is really looking around like the floorboards, around the, the bottom of the desk. And Travis has been kinda, here before. He knows yeah, this room. Yeah, so you're he kinda, knows. Yeah. You're kinda, you kind of had a plan where something might be beforehand. Mm-hmm. When you start tapping the floor with your foot, and you kind of find this hollow. Oh. And you remove Ooh. the floorboard. Uh-huh. And you find a small chest. <gasps> Ooh. What do you do? Check for traps. <laughs> yes. You dingus. <laughs> uh, that would be an 18 for traps. So you see that there's a lot of fine wires. A glint of sunlight comes through the broken ceiling and exposed a very thin wire, in fact, multiple wires in a crisscross pattern guarding the chest, which is in the floor. Uh, Do you mean like where it's sitting or to open it, it would, it's it's guarded? I mean, he took off the floorboard. And underneath the floorboard, there's a bunch there's of wires, those wires yeah, okay. that he would have inevitably touched if he just went right for the chest. Okay. So I'm able to either open the chest or remove the chest around these now that I know they're there? Or is it I, I, I have to disable them, I think, to get to it? You have to disable it. Um, perhaps I can try this. Uh, I pointed out to Crick. Hey, Crick. A little nervous, but maybe... Maybe you'll just leave the room, yes? <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll go check on Anders. I'll get him ready to go. Is, is there anything? Do you find anything else in here? Uh, no, just what you found and in, in what's in the floor here. Okay. Uh, pray for Crick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do, you, do you have a potion or something that can bomb, help? Bomb squad Crick. Yeah. You just, well, bomb we have, squad just got a potion of keen senses. Is that going to help? Probably not. No. no. I think it helps with perception, I think. Okay. Okay, um, so Travis is downstairs, so 
first thing, I would like to grab um, one of these dogs. Yeah. And a throw yeah. towards the hole. <laughs> <laughs> They're big dogs. What's your strength? Ten. Oh, you could probably lift a dog. I'm, a, I'm as strong as regular man. Yeah. yeah. So, and it's not, yeah, you can uh, just kind of take your time, lift up this dog and drop it in the hole. Yes. Yeah. So you drop this dead dog in the hole. Better than an orphan. And <laughs> as soon as its head goes through the strings, a bunch of darts go and just stick into the dog's head. And it's just got this like ring of darts surrounding its head. Like, like hey, great dog and slide out of way. Yeah. I, I pet him. Nice, nice job, dog. <laughs> Can you take those darts and reuse them for something? Uh, no. no. They can't take them. They've had minutes. Maybe, but uh, not for effect. me. It's not Darts are cheap. Is, is, the, is it clearly disabled at this stage? Like, is it done or is there still, like, something going It appears going? to be. Okay. I wish to try a disabled device just in case. All right, you're just uh, gonna disable device on the chest. No, on these wires. Oh, on the wires. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sixteen. Sixteen. So you take a look, and you definitely know that this trap has spent all of its starts. Okay, and um, wait, so this is disabled. I, I, I dig around through my uh, thief tools. Uh, I wish to attempt to open this chest. Okay. Is it locked? First of all. It is locked. And Rufio no have any key, no? No. <laughs> <laughs> he appeared not to have a key. Very strange man. Yeah. Uh, okay, I wish to attempt to open. Yep. Uh, uh, 23. Oh, oh yes. So you stick your thieves tools in the lock and you're like, all right. Pops right open. I can't believe this open. This is the first time I've ever done right. <laughs> and no one here to see me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's in this chest? A cloud of gas. You go blind. <laughs> you go blind. You go Sorry, blind. No. Yeah. <laughs> I can't you, you, you try to blind him. I so hate you so much. <laughs> you open the lid after unlocking the chest. And not a cloud of gas. Oh. <gasps> But Gasp. a bunch of copper. In fact, more than you could probably count right away. Hmm. Seems to be from all the collections that Rufio has been doing. Ah. And also, curled up on top of the copper is a wound-up scroll. What is this scroll? I take a quick look. I don't wish to... Uh, take magic? Uh, no, I don't wish to do this. You untie the string that is holding the scroll rolled up, and you unroll it to discover a makeshift map. Mm. And in the map, you can see a zoomed-in trader's haven with three locations of note right away. And the three points of note are in the lower Adivan Forest above Trader's Haven, and each one is labeled Calamian Hideout. Ooh! <laughs> Spicy. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, I, I grab this chest and uh, shut, shut it down. I put the scroll away on my person and carry this uh, uh, chest. On the way out on the table, you see the key for the chest. 
You get to the table that we are looking at. That's hilarious. The room that we that searched. we both searched first beforehand. It was the same color as the table. I find this DM is the worst DM. <laughs> you get to the first floor with the cowering bartender and the unconscious Anders. I've already been picking Anders up because I've been down there for yeah two shakes of a lamb's tail so you got anders arm around your neck and you're kind of yeah i'm kind of either a fireman or, carry or just yeah. kind of hoist him up you can lift him right you got how much strength uh 14 yeah you can lift anders yeah. and so your pockets are full of gold and your shoulders are full of your unconscious companion what do you do i think we should go back to our inn anders gurgles <laughs> That's not a good sign. <laughs> yeah, so we were we were thinking about this, I guess, in between, but we were saying that it makes more sense as opposed to bringing Anders right directly to the Knights of Abadar again, because they, if anybody's watching us, they might make that connection. So we didn't want to sort of draw any of those conclusions, and plus Anders made the, the contact and the contract with them. So we were going to get Anders to safety, let him heal up, and then go back with a conscious Anders. So if you bring them to the Guarian compound, isn't that the same thing? As implicating them? No, but they've already seen us there. So they would have already had those implications. Everyone who's seen you is dead. Except for a couple orphans. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, my other option is uh, take him to Alfie's place, to the, the little hideout we have there. Could I, Do I feel that I could get in there without being seen by anyone else at this point? Is it close enough? Why don't you peek outside and do a perception check? I will peek outside before, yeah. without Anders on my yeah. person. Oh no, uh, nine. 14. Better. 14. So the fight has evacuated this part of town. No one wanted to be a part of it, implicated with it, or anything. Hmm. However, there is an old lady standing about 20 feet away from the door. And you see her, Travis. Hmm. And that was the lady who you helped with the three silver on the collection. Mm-hmm. The one where I, like, I, I made a show of saying that, oh, yeah. I have it? Okay. She's making a hurried motion. She's waving us on? Yeah. And she's saying, go now. Okay. Uh, like, towards her or away? Just, like, to run now, basically. Yeah. Giving you the all clear. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll motion her. Could be like, hey, I, I think it's time to go. Yes, I believe you are correct. Let's let's get out of here. And I think that the Alfie's hideout is closer, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna lead us there. Yeah. En route to Alfie's hideout, you encounter no interruption. Whew. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Seven more dogs. Yeah. <laughs> no, you guys did it fast, and. Um, that was the time to go. I'm really glad you made friends with that uh, uh, Birdman. Yeah. Yeah. That seems those dogs. To, those dogs may would probably would have just murdered us. Yeah. So, yay. <laughs> well, there's always a benefit to doing good, right? Like you we, we are good. We killed him, and that would have made things more difficult. Or you could have been mean along the way. There's a lot of things, but. And that's the thing that I think Travis is realizing right now that sort of he saw the path that sticking with the Forsaken and sort of playing along with that was going to lead to. It's just more death, more strife, like everything. It's going to be awful for everybody. So I think he's going to distance himself from that as much as possible now, yeah. especially because he's severed all these ties. Exactly. So yeah, no, it's, it's good to have friends and it's good to have a good party. So from alley to alley, you guys have managed to find Alfie's secret hideout, a place Travis will never forget. 
and he opens the curtain and brings in the unconscious Anders and Crick follows. You guys are safe in the hideout. What do you do? Anders gurgles. <laughs> hey, stop doing that. It is uh, early afternoon as well. Yeah. So it's not morning anymore. It's early afternoon. Uh, Travis, perhaps uh, you could stay guard with the young Anders here while I go back to Witch Lady. Unless you have something we need to do. I, I just feel like he's, he's going to need some rest. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I can, I can kind of lick my wounds too. Uh, do you have any more healing spells, anything left for the day that maybe you could keep him away from death and make him arise a little bit earlier, maybe? Um, I have a scroll, but I don't wish to use it. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it won't wake him up. It won't, it's not enough. Okay. Uh, well, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll stand guard. I'll, I'll make sure Anders is safe then. And... Oh, we have actually, we have this wound. Uh, but again, do we want to be awake now? Be- best not to do yet, just yet. Okay, yeah. We'll, he needs we'll, sleep first. We'll see how he's doing in the morning, and we'll we'll, we'll go try to see those the, the nights there. Travis, here, you take all these things that I found. Oh, by the way, I found this. I opened this chest. Uh, there's a map in here. Oh. Perhaps you know these places. I, I don't know the forest all that well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. These places aren't far away from Trader's Haven, even. They're, they're just here. We could, we could investigate these in the next few days, maybe. We should perhaps go early tomorrow, I think. Yeah, well, let's talk to the knights first, and, and then we'll be on our way. Sure, sure. You make plan, I go for day. Or part of day, anyway. You'll be here? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll watch over and just make sure he's, uh, he's, he's fine. And I'll... Uh, I'll get to the book and see what's in there. All right. The so, ledger and see if there's anything that matches with anything. or Yeah. So Travis is going to stay behind with the unconscious Anders in his unconscious elevator of sorts, <laughs> where he is once again unable to do anything, as is tradition, with the actor who plays Anders, known as Mike. <laughs> So you're just in an elevator right now, yeah. and you'll push, like, the 14th floor, and the whole thing lights up, and you just go floor by floor by floor by floor with the door never opening, Yeah, and you're just trapped in your own madness right One now. One of my many elevator adventures. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hi, I'm Mike. You might remember me from other elevator <laughs> adventures, such as the grease puddle. <laughs> <laughs> so we have Crick, who wants to leave and do another witch visit, his second visit, to learn... What are you doing again with the witch? I train a new feat. You're training a new feat with the witch, which takes four visits. So this is going to be his second visit. How are you going through town? I wish to attempt to be sneaky, but uh, not that sneaky. Okay, so you can roll a stealth check as you go from the hideout to the witch's hut at the north end of Trader's Haven. Ten. (laughs) So, ten. So you slick your hair back. (laughs) (laughs) Staying alive, you come dart on. Your, yeah, you dart your eyes around. <laughs> you kind of try to stay to the walls, and you start making your way to the witch's hut. Make a perception check. Fifteen. Fifteen. You make it to the witch's hut, but you have a feeling like someone was watching you in like the last half of the journey oh. that you were going there. Okay. Every time you turned around, you couldn't quite see who was watching you, but you swear... The hairs would stand on the back of your neck, and you turn around, and there's no one there. And you've reached the gate to the witch's house. 
Okay, uh, I, I go in. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the door's locked. No. <laughs> so you just open the door and walk right into the witch's house. Yes. And Els Miranda Defronia is sitting at the table, <laughs> patiently waiting for you. I was expecting you, of course. Y- yes. Okay. Hello. Come, sit down, dearie. It's time for your next lesson. Ah, yes. Excellent. Straight to the point. Uh, perhaps you should know, I believe somebody uh, followed me part of way here, and I uh, don't know why, but uh, just so you know. That is not unexpected in these parts, dearie. That is very common. They saw you on your first visit, they saw you on your second visit, and they saw you on this visit. Uh, okay. You know best, lady. Hi, Craig. Oh, hello. Very nice, young lady. Nice to see you again. Nice to see you, too. Thank you. I've done my best to forget things. Uh, perhaps we finish today, yes? Oh, there be more lessons than today. But now that you have forgotten, that is good. Hmm. But now it is time. As you've learned to forget to embrace the darkness and just listen. Let the world slow down. A sacrifice has to be made. And you see her raven kind of go. And then it is the raven who is talking. And you see colors emerge from the raven's mouth. And the colors come out and surround you. You hear in your mind. Embrace the words and take them as your own. Keep thinking slower. Slow down. With this wisdom, you will learn your new skill. Yes, that's good. Embrace the darkness. (laughs) You realize that outside, the sun is setting. And you have no idea how much time has just passed. Whoa. Claire is asleep in the bed. I thought they just got here. No? That is the power of the darkness, dearie. It was a long lesson today. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Good day. Yeah, get out. It's time for (laughs) me to sleep. It's late. I'm an old lady. Well, uh, thank you very much. Uh, come back another time. Okay, bye. Yes, go, go. <laughs> Get up and start heading out. Yeah. <laughs> um, is there just the one entrance in the, to this door? Or this yep. place? Okay, that's fine. I'll try to, when I leave, I want to try to sneak away again. Okay, so you want to poke outside the door and maybe do a perception check? Yeah, sure. Ooh, mighty nine. In the late day sun, you don't see anything of note. Huh. Uh, where this is, where is the witch's hut? Is it like an like, edge of town type thing? Forest? Yeah, it's like it's a couple hundred meters into the lower Adivan forest from the northern part of Trader's Haven. In the shunned district. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay, actually, before I go, I want to do uh, a bit of a ritual first outside her house with my misc. Absolutely. 
I just wanted to uh, be one with the earth again. So I do my usual dirt. Wa- I create water and make my ritual with it. All right. So 14 days until the mask dies again. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then start heading off. And um, where is the inn in location, in, like, compared to where? Uh, so you're middle north? And the Inn of the Tooth and Claw for the Guarian people is in the eastern section of town, northeastern. It's actually not too far from where you are. Okay. And, but the hideout is actually quite far. You have to cross the slums. Yeah. Because it is close to the middle district where the mayor's house is. Sure. I I just want to go to the, to the Tooth and Claw first, just. As if I was going there. Okay. Um, and then from there, I want to try to do a sneak to get away from the inn. Like, go in and then, like, sneak out another door if I can. Um, and, okay. And, and to, to go back to... Unless you were going to check in with Akimbo there and let him know what's going on. Well, he can do that, too. But essentially, he just wants to walk yeah. openly to the Tooth and Claw and do his sneak check from yeah. the... You know what? Actually, uh, that's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll go there and just grab Akimbo. How about... Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, that can be the plan. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, yeah, you can easily just have your walk and uh, go to the Guarian compound at the northeastern part of town. It doesn't take you very long. Um, roll of perception. Ooh, 20. You see a little head poke out from behind a barrel as you're walking, and you see the face of a young child. I knew it was one of those orphans. <laughs> <laughs> But just as fast as you see him, he sees that you see him, and he darts away. Okay. That's fine. I still go yep. to get a Kimbo. So you've made it to the Guarian compound. The guards let you in. They know who you are. You make your way to the Tooth and Claw, and as the sun is coming down, you can be sure that a Kimbo is in there. And he is, having a drink. Hey, Mr. Akimbo, good to see you. We had a very eventful day. Uh, but... Right in this moment, I'm going to be needing your bodyguard services to get back to the slums. Poor Anders has been badly beaten, and I've saved his life, of course. Uh, But Travis looks after him for now, but it's very dangerous. There's people follow me, these stupid children, but eh, they're they're not the ones that are to worry about. It's more uh, their master, you see. It seems like you've been through a lot. Yes, it was a very uh, trying day. It's tough. I want to protect you. But to protect you, I would have to follow you. And if you have been seen committing these crimes, I will be associated with you. No, 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 no. No crimes. I don't know what you're saying crimes for. I don't commit crime. Well, what did you explain to him? Exactly what I told you. Yeah. I say Anders has been hurt. Yeah. And uh, I saved the day. Plus... Young Travis, he's been looking... Right now, he's looking after Anders in hideout in slums. I need your help for bodyguard. Otherwise, what you here for? I don't know. Well, who killed Anders? No one killed Anders. I saved Anders. Anders is alive. (laughs) 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 I assume there's a crime, because why else would Anders be unconscious? Anders drinks lots of beers, and he gets in fight. He loses fight. I win fight for all of us. 
they, listen, they will tell you the rest of the story once we get there. But for now, come. Roll a bluff, Jack. This is not bluff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Ugh. Ten. You are covered in blood and shaking a bit. I feel like you also went through a long experience. Yes, I go see which lady after. I spend whole day after this. Like, look, it's dark. We do these things morning. Now we go. Listen, if you're no good for even this one thing, you just stay here. I go. Maybe I get murdered. Let me ask you one thing. Will helping you get me closer to the princess? Yes, of course. We must help Anders, and then tomorrow we go searching. I find map, and there's hideouts of Kalem and Kalem evilness, and we must go find them. But to do this, we need to get Anders. Okay, well, I cannot be seen doing this with you. So there's only one option. Uh, Yes, yes, I agree. One option. So we go? We will get a disguise. Funny hit. (laughs) Anything that's not a grass skirt. (laughs) Okay. Where where do we get? You have this? Yes, I have this. Excellent. Do we do this then? I... This first good thing. I, I we, we friends. This good. I'm still nervous, but I will get the clothes. <laughs> he gets up, leaves. Five minutes later, he comes back in a full tux, <laughs> three-piece suit. Oh, you yeah. look very nice. I've never seen you like this before. He's got a top hat <laughs> and a little cane. I especially like Ken. I sound like this now. I've changed my voice as well. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I, I see a very big difference. He's a new man. <laughs> All right, let us go. Will you be changing as well? Uh, you have another tux for me? I do. Okay. I happily go and change into a tux. <laughs> Um, Are they orange and with, powder with blue? My, my mask, because to be very disguised, like yeah. I hang it on my back. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. While you've been going to the witch for training, Akimbo's been going to uh, to finishing school. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and acting classes. <laughs> Cut back to Travis, nice. who has been going through the ledgers for the last couple hours. Every once in a while, Anders will whisper, "I'll gurgle." <laughs> what am I whispering? I My know. throat was cut, wasn't I it? I feel like you no. haven't talked a lot. I thought I was to get you involved. Up. No, that, that was Rufio. Oh, was it yeah. Rufio? I just wanted to get you involved. I feel like you haven't oh. talked a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I gurgle. Yeah. Anders gurgles. Yeah, and then you just think, oh, Anders. Just like Anders. <laughs> yeah. And through the ledger, you... You see the routes that you took along with many other routes and they all have different prices. So you clearly did the most expensive routes for him, but he's got lots of cheap ones around town. And you also see some very suspicious trading going on in the area of the Paladins of Abadar as if there's some sort of funny business going on. You can't quite make it out. It's all kind of written in some haphazard code, but the roots show that they're in the territory of the Paladins of Abadar, which is very suspicious. I knew those bastards couldn't be trusted. (laughs) (laughs) Well, 
Trader's Haven is a town where money is above everything, and that includes loyalty. And that's mostly what you get out of there. Okay. So now maybe we have to be careful with what we say to these Knights of Abadar. Yeah, I can obviously, I'll, I'll point this out later, but there's nobody to talk to right now. Yes, yes, <laughs> sure. Cut back to the men in black walking back from the Guardian compound as... I, I picture Dumb and Dumber. Like dumb and Dumber, the, the, yeah. the, the, the orange and the powder blue suits. <laughs> the, the tuxes, right? Yeah. Where they go. Complete yeah. with the sword fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice head of Hooters you got there. Yeah. <laughs> and Akimbo's walking down the street, spinning his cane in one hand. And uh, Crick is walking to stand alive. <laughs> awesome. And so Akimbo and Crick will roll a disguise check to see how well they're pulling it off. <laughs> you guys, Natural be- one oh. for a three. Natural one for a three and the disguise kit's plus 10, so 13. <laughs> I guess leaving the shield on your back didn't really pay off. <laughs> You guys could disguise me like Weekend at Bernie style. Right? <laughs> That's what we'll do with you once we get back. We'll drag you back. Put sunglasses on. Akimbo, on the other hand, got a 29. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Everyone's just like, who is that guy? God, he looks sharp. Never seen him before. <laughs> and you will roll a perception. 20. 20. Kimbo did not roll well at all. He is focused on his character. <laughs> and you don't notice anyone watching you. Excellent. You make it back to the hideout. And Travis sees two strapping men enter <laughs> the hideout. Who's that with you, Crick? Oh, he's disguised so well. You'll see Akimbo. Uh, Akimbo? This you, is him. I have changed my voice, though. That's what it is. <laughs> I did not mean to shock you. It's the voice. Oh, it gets me every time. <laughs> Did you find anything with maps? Uh, well, the, the, the map is a good. I mean, we can we can explore these areas, but I, I found something in this book that is uh, a bit concerning, and uh, we'll, we'll, have, we'll have to discuss it with Anders to make him aware of it when we get up. But uh, and I'll I'll fill Akimbo in now too on kind of what's going on or what's happened, um, and I'll fill Crick in now too with uh, the Knights of Abadar business. The shady roots through their area. And yeah, because they normally wouldn't go through those areas. So, like the thieves are going through those areas? Yeah. The, to my understanding, that's what you were saying, right? There's something weird about they're going through the Knights of Abadar districts or areas. You notice collections in the areas occupied by the paladins of Abadar, mm. although they were written, it wasn't like. Cleric Serensei collected a hundred gold. It was like PBR QW this location. Mm-hmm. Okay, so as I'm explaining all this, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to bring Crick in and be like, hey, hey, Crick, can you make anything of this uh, this writing, this, uh, this jumbleness in there? Okay. Uh, like what a, what what do you mean? I, I take a look. I was thinking like a can we do like a linguistics to figure out the code or something like that or? Yes, you can certainly always try. 22. So with a 22, you definitely notice that it is not a common pattern. It is not an easy pattern. You'd essentially need like a key to, to kind of figure out this pattern or a lot of time. Mm. Okay. 
but it is crackable, but it's not something that's easy. Okay. Uh, perhaps I keep this. I'm not quite sure just yet, but I wish to look more. Yeah, I've got all I can out of it. I'll uh, I'll keep the map and we'll, we'll be able to explore that on the morrow. Okay. Uh, for tonight, we stay here or go back to inn? What do you think? Did it feel safe out there? Is it should, should we try to get back to the compound? Yeah, somebody definitely watch us. With small small children for the thieves. Okay, well if we if we feel safe here, it's probably better that we we camp out here because trying to drag Ang- Anders through the street is gonna draw some eyes. <laughs> Elevator. Fourteenth <laughs> floor. Is there space here for us to rest? Yeah, it's a cramped dugout area, really, but, like, you can all just sprawl out on the floor, no problem. There's not much to be said. There's kind of, like, a bucket in the corner and this makeshift table with one chair. Thank you, Akimbo, for uh, taking us here with your mighty claws. We must find the princess. Yes. I took the risk. I trust you guys, but princess must be the priority. Our time draws near. Agreed, yes. Perhaps tomorrow we go to these places on map, yes? Yeah, I want to explore the maybe the closest one, or if uh, if somebody has a feeling about one of these, maybe Kimbo, you've you've heard something that might indicate a direction we can head in. But otherwise, we'll we'll just have to pick one. Well, first we we should see this uh, paladin. Oh yeah, 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 let's talk to the knights, but uh, let, let's be a little maybe tight-lipped with uh, with what we divulge to what we know or where we're heading, because maybe if they know about things. I believe we just tell them to pay us, yes. Yeah, yeah, collect the money. Yeah. I will follow your lead. Excellent. The rest. So you guys are winding down for the night, and you will all do your normal nighttime routines and fall asleep. To wake up to the 13th of Gazra, the sixth day of the journey, and one day left until the expected Calamian patrol. Dun, dun, dun. So I'm at minus nine right now. <laughs> so yeah, you've gained four hit points from your con and your level. I gurgle slightly more legibly. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> bit more healthy, you know? Hello, a little bit yeah. less spit comes out. I feel like Almost like a snore. <laughs> so what do you guys do? Uh, after I regain spells for my morning, I wish to heal Anders. So what are you going to use to heal Anders? Spell. Cure light wounds. All right. You gain six hit points. Minus four. Almost legible. Minus three, actually. My bad. And I wish to cast one more time. Six hit points. Oh, and Anders wakes up to a jolt. Where was I? Who's here? Anders. It is I. Once again, I have saved your life. Oh, Crick. Bless (laughs) your heart. Yes, uh, you died. (laughs) Very nearly, anyway. Certainly seems that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got got out. uh, Quick, 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 Autumn, we're, we're, we're here. We're, we're hiding in Alfie's hideout, and, and Kimbo's here, and, and Quick's here, and I'm here, and we're, we're, we're safe for now. Please, please tell me. I, I, I didn't piss myself, did I? 
No, I, I, I pissed on you. But, <laughs> oh, but that's because. That's a true friend. That's a nice That's a true friend. <laughs> I think you're okay for one time. Perhaps because you didn't get blackout drunk, you know? My head does feel a little clearer. Uh, how are you feeling? Right, my, my head feels actually a little clearer than normal. Oh. Uh, yeah, it was quite quite the, the dream I had. I, I don't know, it's in some sort of shiny metal box with weird shiny lights. <laughs> I could hear, I could hear Travis. He was there. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, some other things I'd rather not talk about. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm here. I'm very grateful for your your aid, and uh, I feel ashamed to have fallen in combat like that. It won't happen again. Nah, this is okay. As long as you protect us, like you did, I'll do my. We best. succeed. Yeah, your sacrifices. Besides, we success. Yeah, we'll, we'll all stay here, uh, and we found a map. Mm. Yes. We, we got a lead on on some maybe some some possible locations for this hideout. So we, we thought we'd go explore one today once we uh, go talk to the knights, if you're yes. up for that. Also, we should get paid by paladins. Right, yes. Those uh, knights of Abaddon blokes. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll explain to Anders about what I found in the ledger, too, in terms of, like, there might be some... I, I don't know what the what we saw, like, commingling between or the Forsaken? Fishy. Yeah. Uh, there's, some, there's something fishy going on with them, too, and it... I had a feeling that there wasn't something quite right with those <laughs> money grubbing, shiny, the golden hair colored fancy lads. <laughs> now I know. <laughs> so, yeah, so just uh, be careful what you say, and obviously uh, we'll be a little mindful of what they say. Yes, I believe, like I said before, we just go there, we get paid, we live. We don't need them. Yes. Not right now. Right, yes. Well, especially in this condition. Perhaps they heal you, but we see. Behind Anders and Crick, you see Akimbo. He's already back in his three-piece suit. <laughs> and in his side pocket, he pulls out a flask and he offers it to you. <gasps> you look like you need this. Oh, Akimbo, yes. Well, thank you. Aren't, aren't you looking rather fancy with your uh, roast meat clothes on? and <laughs> I'm certainly grateful for your aid as well. Perhaps I've judged you a little harshly. You have, and I do look great. Thank you. <laughs> I'm starting to like Akimbo more. <laughs> do you take the flask? Yeah, uh, yes, I'll, I will gratefully accept the flask. I, I feel we can trust Akimbo yeah. well enough. Yeah. It's not poisoned. Mm -hmm. Is it booze? Yeah. <laughs> it's just water. water. Yeah. It's true. No. Water of the abdomen. Akimbo, uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Know me well. And Akimbo just starts laughing. Huh. Huh. Because huh. <laughs> this is a practical joke. Yeah. So what's the plan? We're straight off to the Paladin compound? Yes. Yep. How are we approaching this journey? Um... Anders, uh, you, you have low hit points still, yes? Yes, I do three one, hit points. One more heal. Oh, ten hit points. Ooh, there fancy. we go. All right. Much more better. Excellent. No more. I feel robust. You feel even more invigorated. As some wounds close and turn into yet more scars for you. 
add them to the pile. Yeah. And, and like, as we're on the walk there, I'm like describing how a, my perfect lunge with the spear, um, which was anything but perfect, but I don't know, that's how Rick sees it. <laughs> I believe it, Crick, you're a right hero. So, you guys are just walking there? Yep. All right. We got to get paid. So, the three of you can make a perception check. <laughs> Six. I'm too involved in my story. <laughs> 23. Ooh, 12. Akimbo and Anders, both with 23s, mm. see another orphan peek behind a wall, lock eye and eye with them, and once again, they disappear like right away into an alley and God knows where. He locks eyes with both of us. One of his eyes just split. split. Lazy eye. <laughs> like Keith on that trip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should name this orphan Keith. <laughs> he hasn't paid on the Patreon yet. You know he will. Yeah, yeah, no, he's already said he's going to. <laughs> he wants to name a PC and a town. As you approach the compound that is run by the Paladins of Abadar, you see the giant golden key grow larger and larger. You reach the walls with the main gate with two impressive Paladins, both standing guard. You easily enter the compound and head for the church. Once you enter the church, for the first time, Crick and Travis notice the grand tapestry, the fresco of Abadar himself, mm -hmm. behind the altar at the back with rows and rows of pews also facing it. Abadar is in the form of a human, and he has dark hair, and he's wearing a golden breastplate. And you can see the picture is shimmering. Very pretty. Very nice. You guys can see a small lineup. And at the beginning of that lineup is a priest. And he is taking either donations or conversation. Or he is blessing whoever, whatever someone needs in line. As is a typical day for him. I assume you guys get in line? Yes. Anders, do we need to wait for these people, or is there somebody you came for? So, yeah, Anders uh, kind of peeks his head out and tries to flag the, uh, the talent. You look for the guy you... You, yeah. you want to look for the guy you talked with last He time. recognizes the guy that... Let's did. roll a perception check. All right, see if I can find him. 23. Nice. With a 23... You see the guy who you had talked to previously in the corner reading a book, probably right. praying. Lads, this way. There's our bloke. Excellent. Let's go. You approach the gentleman and you... Slit his throat. <laughs> <laughs> Cast all the magics. Roll for initiative. <laughs> no, no, coup de grace. <laughs> he's, he's, he's reading. Yeah, now you got a hundred cards. I've, uh, Dang. I've come to discuss our business. What news do you have for me? The job is done. We're here for our payment. I can kind of flash one of the Rufio scimitars. Quiet down, quiet down. That's very nice. Well, I told you I wanted to discuss business. Do you have an office or not? Obviously, I have an office. Very important here. I'm just kind of going to ask you behind. Crick takes note. Yeah. He's like, mm, very important man. He speaks like important man. I, I accept. 
and he kind of ushers you into this like office that he's got off to the side. And inside you see like exotic animals stuffed everywhere, relics from like God knows where, just like the bounties of an awful church run by money. <laughs> and he sits at his bejeweled desk. <laughs> bejeweled. Yeah. Bejazzled. Bejazzled. <laughs> Uncut jams. And it's uh, very overwhelming. And he motions you in. He takes his seat at his bejeweled chair. <laughs> And you guys stand around his desk, and he says, "Let me see the swords." I'll, I'll put down or uh, take out the the scimitars. Yeah, and he picks one up, and he goes, "Yes, this is definitely one of Rufio's. You did nice. Did you find any information in the hideout?" We didn't discuss anything about information now. If me and my associates maybe have some information that's outside of the original scope of our contract. So, perhaps if we have something, it would be worth maybe a little extra to you. 600 gold is quite a lot, I feel, for just a bit of information. Maybe our information is more than 600 gold worth. Maybe 600 gold was the original price for what we did. He kind of takes out this bag of money from underneath the table and puts it on top and just drops it down and goes there's your 600 gold but information begets information it is up to you what can i give him as a clue uh i want to do a sense motive check uh oh yeah i can do that too actually mm-hmm. sense motive Sense motive versus his Nine. <laughs> 25. Yeah, I knew you'd be better. I just wanted to give you the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crick tries, but <laughs> he doesn't quite get it all. Uh-oh. DM's eyes went wide. That's either good or bad for us. <laughs> what are you trying to sense specifically? Are you trying to get a sense that he's so- lying that he's greedy, that he's... I want to know two parts of it. Yeah, first, if he's lying, because that would be the obvious part, and if he's, like, you know, being deceptive about it. But if he, if, if it feels like he actually has something worthwhile is, I think, what Crick's trying to do. And probably failing with only a nine, but that's definitely what I'm trying. To, to, so, I mean, by sense motive, you can kind of gauge the depth of the value of this information to him? Or, I mean, like... It's yeah, it's like sense motive. You can see if he he's wants... bluffing that if he has any information at all, you could see that if he is being like suspicious, he has stared at me quite weird for a long time. And with your sense motive, you don't detect any malicious intent from him, you do detect greed. Hmm. Mm hmm. Excuse me, perhaps I may say a little word in here. Uh, We do find some information. Do you have anything perhaps you wish to be trading with us? Yes, I have more information. Regarding what? It depends what you show me. Hmm. I have many information. You have many problems too, by the looks of it. I have 99, <laughs> but information is not one. Owned. <laughs> uh, well, you see, we do have um, some, some things. We know a bit more about the 
we go for for princess. You know this already. We find a bit more information about that. You have more information about princess. I don't know where the princess is, but I do know maybe where she might be. This perhaps a good trade. What do you have to offer? We find a map inside Thievery Hideout from thieves like Rufio. (laughs) (laughs) Rufio. Rufio. It shows where these killing people should be right now. So what you have about the princess? Calamian Hideout. We can show too, but you must give us something. Perhaps we shall exchange maps of these hideouts and be mutually beneficial on their locations. Indeed. This is good deal, I think. I'll pull out mine if you pull out yours. <laughs> <laughs> we whip it out. <laughs> <laughs> Travis, not understanding what was going on, pulls out something else. <laughs> no, Travis, no, not, not again. Oh, sorry, it was the swords. <laughs> Crick, you see... A flash of magic Mm. as the priest opens a drawer, pulls out a map, and presents it on the table. Can I do a spellcraft on it? Yeah. 16. So, Crick, with your spellcraft, you noticed it was a spell from the school of transmutation Mm. called Knock. Ah, cool. And there are many a class that can use knock, including inquisitor, medium, mesmerist, occultist, psychic, or a sorceress wizard. Okay. Yeah, and I I pull mine out. <laughs> All right, so you guys both pull it out at the same time and you measure each other's maps. <laughs> I see your map is yeah. as big as mine. Nice. <laughs> And he goes, oh, yes, yes, one I did not know of. And for you as well, one a little bit to the north. And he goes, take heed of this one. It is a little bit hidden. Sorry, he's referencing the one that was new to us? Yeah. In what way you meant hidden? And what by mean you hidden? It was uh, detected that there was some sort of illusionary spell in this area. I would be mindful of this area. It's not confirmed, but it was worth noting on my map. The Calamians are not dumb. They don't just have a flag being like, we're here. (laughs) They're very sneaky. Mm, Yes, this... These people, I think so. Uh, and I, I want to sketch out the spot on the on our map that's on his. I'm imagining he's yeah. kind of the same thing. Yeah, you guys are crossing maps. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> crossing map. Is there any more information that you guys have for me? So I go and I give. Uh, I, I look at my compatriots, and I kind of give, especially give Anders a bit of a quizzical look, like you know, hmm. just trying to get a vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I want to I try to feel out because after what he's just said, of yeah. uh, you know, see if we should get more, try to get trade more information. I wonder what Crick's trying to get to me. Sense motive on sense, Crick. Uh, sense motive yeah. on Crick. I will sense motive as well. <laughs> Eighteen. Okay. I rolled a natural one for a five. Yeah. <laughs> so Travis has no idea what's going on. I'm just but, I'm looking at all the sparkly lights. Yeah. And everything's glowing in wow. the room. Like, ah, this place is yeah. great. 
but Anders, Anders is on point. Like he's had like an extra long sleep. He's had very little liquor comparatively to his normal <laughs> like amount. And like he said, he was clear headed, you know, before. Yeah. He's kind of he's kind of picking up what Crick's throwing down there. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know what that is, but yeah. <laughs> okay, that's okay. It, I think we should. And then kind of nodding along, like yes, yes, let's let's do this. Um, your name is what? My name is Nazim, first priest of Abadar. Oh, Nazim, very good to meet you. No, Nazim, you gotta say it with the Traders Haven accent. I don't think I have this accent. From far away, you see, it's very hard for me to talk words properly. Nazim. Nazim. There you go. Okay, Um, I'm Crick. Very nice meet. Nice to meet Crick. Sure. Um, (laughs) We have more information to trade, I believe. Um, It involves uh, perhaps your friends. Ooh, now I'm getting really excited. What sort of information perhaps you have for us? Yeah, maybe some coins, Nissan. No, no, information, information. Coins are always available, depending on the information, of course. Nazim liked the coin. Yes, Nissan. Nazim! (laughs) (laughs) A fine automobile. (laughs) Perhaps if there's any sponsors out there. (laughs) So, so Anders came from the future. Yeah. <laughs> to hawk Nissan X Terras. You can reach us at damngamingfun at gmail.com for any advertisements you want in the podcast. It's in there, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> but if it is information you want... I believe, or money. I believe information. Information's good. We need these things. Well, perhaps some I, of that fancy I, armor. Are you implying inside information? Mm, perhaps, yes. That is quite nice. I believe it might be very valuable to you. Nazem sits there thinking for a second. I'm not the only one with information about the princess. There are many hands that feed Trader's Haven. Some information might be, it might be worth talking to the mayor if you have not already. He is a very powerful man in this town. Yes, and powerful men require leverage in order for them to cooperate. So do you have any of that to assist us with? Perhaps information against the mayor would help you get more information from him. Yes, perhaps. If only one were to have such information. I believe this uh, this could be good threat. It is very spicy information. <laughs> <laughs> like the new Doritos? <laughs> <laughs> Even better. Same thing kind of happens. He performs the... Crick obviously notices. He's seen it before now. And mm-hmm. it kind of expects it at this point. Another drawer. Another spell. Drawer opens. And he produces another sheet of paper, but it's folded. Mm-hmm. And he has one finger on it, and he slides it towards you. The mayor is married, but these might be some women who he should not be seen around. Mm, mayor Quimby. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Uh, I did not uh, sleep with that uh, that broad. <laughs> <laughs> exactly like him. <laughs> Clancy. I love The Simpsons. Yes, I believe this could be good trade. Um, we have uh, an 
Oh, sorry, is it? It was in the ledger. In the book, yeah. yeah okay, so yeah. I'm gonna pull the ledger and I, like, Travis, uh, perhaps you pull the book. Travis, just uh, do one spot though. Yeah, Travis will pull out the ledger and he's gonna go to the spot where he noticed the the overlap between the two uh, sides. So I'll find that one page that, or the first one I find that's that's apparent where that is, and I'll present the book to him. Okay. So when you present the book to him, he just kind of flicks you the paper and slides it onto your side, and he grabs the book. This is very interesting. My territory. I should be making money on this. <laughs> I'm not collecting anything on... This is very valuable. I really appreciate this information. And he immediately grabs this, like, other piece, and he starts, yes, yes. Simple code. Idiots. Idiots. What? Hold on. What other code? Simple decipher. Simple. Oh, I should be making way more money on this. It is a good trade. So Crick takes a look at the paper and you see names and addresses and times of regular meetings. Mm. You know, I think this is okay. This is a good trade. Very pleasure doing business. We see you another time. Yes, get out. Get out. No more profit here. Get out. Yeah. Scoop up the sack. Yeah. <laughs> just so you know, your office looks like a pharaoh's tomb. That's what I was going for. <laughs> Thank you for the compliment. Now get out. I have Bell. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Gotta say, I think we got some good stuff. There. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Satisfying. So you guys leave the district of the Knights of Abadar, and you head east towards the middle district. The first time in the middle district for you guys. Hmm. Roll a perception. 11. Nine. Also 11. Oof. What did you get? Sorry, uh, Chris? 11. <laughs> okay, so all terrible rolls. Everything's <laughs> yep. great. It is a slightly overcast day, but you guys don't notice anything as you walk towards the middle district. With Akimbo still flipping his cane, just loving life. <laughs> and as soon as you cross into the middle district, which doesn't really have a gate, there's just like a definite evolution of building, let's say, where everything all of a sudden gets nicer. You guys see a much higher guard presence. You see a lot of diversity in the middle district. You see like a few tieflings around, um, Humanoids with horns. You see some small gnomes here and about, some elves, and the rest are mostly human. There's mostly humans about. And everyone is uh, finely dressed, especially Akimbo. <laughs> <laughs> you guys see a large building in the center, and you assume that right away that must be the mayor's mansion. It is a large three story building that is completely made out of white marble and even though it's a little overcast there's still some light shining through and highlighting the marble as you get closer to the center you notice there's less of a guard presence it seems that like mostly they're towards the slum area to make sure that no beggars or riffraff bothers the higher class they're Travis on the oh yeah you see snobby people like all over the place it's <laughs> gross Yes, rather yeah. troublesome problem. <laughs> yeah. I look like a child. Yeah, yeah. high-scale shops with, like, specially made armor, and you can get, like, your wife's face on, like, the breastplate. 
So you continue walking through town onto the mayor's mansion. Some people giving a wink and a nod over to Akimbo, literally flashily dressed. I'm wearing my uh, silken ceremonial uh, uh, robes too, so I, I look kind of fancy, except for the wooden mask. <laughs> I'm wearing my least vomit encrusted uh, tabard. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Travis. I <laughs> uh, no, no, Travis is dressed dressed in his hide armor. He's and a broken monocle that I found in the garbage. <laughs> Very sophisticated. It's <laughs> a shard, shard of glass. Yeah. <laughs> it's all jagged. Yeah, it's a conversation piece. Yeah. yeah, trickle of blood going down as it sits rests upon your cheek. Yeah. <laughs> so you approach a large property ringed by walls with black steel bars with points on top. You go around to the front gate. And there are two guards, both wearing chainmail armor, and they have falchions on their weapon belts. Mm -hmm. The gate is closed. What do you doubt? Can I roll a knowledge local to know if the mayor sees people or has hours or how it, something works here in terms of, like, access to the mayor? You can try. Ooh, that's not bad. Uh, 18. So... As a citizen of Trader's Haven, you know that money talks. And the rules don't really matter. <laughs> I would like to have a look-see. All right. At yeah. general... Take a perception check. Uh, yeah, 16. So you take a suspicious glare around your surroundings. It's very side-eyed. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And you don't really notice too much really going on. You're in a nice area. And it's just these two guards in front of a gate. And inside, you see a beautiful garden and some exotic creatures walking around. You see a giraffe picking at a tall tree. Travis will just happily walk up to the guards. Yeah. And he'd like to be like, good day, gents. We'd like to have a little, uh, have a little talk with the mayor if he's about. The mayor isn't seeing anyone today. Oh, you know what? You know, I, I forgot. Uh, I just got to check my watch here. The equivalent of a old day timekeeper. And uh, and I, I pull up some gold from my pocket. How much gold? Five gold. Okay. So you just kind of like oh. fan it out in your fingers? Yeah. And I go, oh, it's about a... Uh, Oh, you know what? Five o'clock. It's five o'clock somewhere, so maybe he maybe he is here. The mayor doesn't pay me enough anyways. Go ahead. What do I care? Takes the five gold. Flips to his apartment. It was four. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered how they would split it. <laughs> then they open the gates. Sweet. You walk through a just beautiful garden with plants you guys have definitely never seen and there are exotic animals all about so it's a white marble path going towards the mansion everything is white marble the mansion is white marble except for a golden door mm. with a key that goes down the center of the door and that opens in two and two more guards are at this door Fuck you. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I can intimidate one. <laughs> so you approach another set of guards in front of another door. What do you do? 
I casually walk up with a coin in each hand, another yeah. gold. Yeah. And I flick one to the left, I flick one to the right. Yeah. And just keep on walking. They each catch a coin and they close distance in between and block you and say, The mayor isn't seeing anyone today. Thanks for the money. <laughs> oh, sorry. Is, is that what that was? Uh, <laughs> sorry. Someone got caught in my pockets and I'll flick them another one. Each? Yeah. The mayor doesn't pay me enough anyways. Go ahead. What do I care? <laughs> and they day, stand apart yeah. and allow you to enter. Hey, I have minus nine gold now. Yeah. <laughs> Five feet ahead, you see another door with two guards. <laughs> <laughs> the guards allow you to enter. And as you push through the doors... You notice that the inside looks a lot like the outside. You enter a massive entry room with a crystal chandelier hanging from the ceiling at least 20 feet high. Music from a harp greets you as sunlight comes through from skylights installed in the ceiling. You see fountains around, statues, plants, and weird like they're all in cordoned off areas with like red rope. So there'll be like a section of plants and there'll be a red rope with like a plaque. And then there'll be some fountains with some more red rope with another plaque. And there's a big path between all these sectioned off prizes. And you see at the end of the path, there is a, you see a chaise lounger and the fattest gnome you have ever seen in your life. He is in fine clothing but it's still the clothing that is custom made for him cannot conceal his belly. And he is magically grabbing grapes from a bowl and guiding them to his mouth. <laughs> the harp player is a Asimar, which is a angelic humanoid with tree matches for hair. She has jewel toned yellow eyes and a sparkling skin color. Above her head is a golden halo. As you walk towards the mayor, you see many servants attending different plots of special areas. Some have a unique animal. Some have just unique flora. And the mayor sees you and just looks, like, disgusted. So he's a bloody gnome, isn't it? As you get closer, you realize that the mayor is quite disgustingly fat and has nothing but a gold robe with a silver trim and it is in a losing battle at hiding his grotesque nudity. <laughs> He's half finished the platter and gives you guys a bit of a glare. <laughs> don't like it, dude. He takes a deep breath as he angrily says, Ah! Ah! Sure, get in! <laughs> um, how you say, um, money talks, yes? Bastard! Gods! What do you want? As I approach, I want to kind of recall what, I, uh, what I've what i heard or what I've known about the mayor. Yeah, you can roll uh, knowledge local. Local. <laughs> uh, 17. 
So you know his name to be Mayor Quimby. Quimby. <laughs> and he has been recently established as mayor, but he has definitely made like the rich rich and the poor poor. So there's that divide. You can see from his appearance that he is reaping the benefits of his spoils. And uh, through all the fancy stuff around this mansion that you know not to be there two years ago, <laughs> everything seems to be going pretty good. Ah, uh, well, hello, Mr. Quimby. Uh, Mayor Quimby, sorry. Um, we don't mean to intrude and we don't want to take away from your day, but uh, we were just in the, in the neighborhood and we thought we'd ask about some of this information on the princess. I believe you have some information of a uh, princess that it's in your best interest to tell us. Eh, princess? I care not for squabbles about. I received my taxes either way. Guys, where are they? How much did you pay them? I have more. Um, okay, can I actually make a perception around the area? Are there any guards, like, in the immediate room? Like, if I was to approach his chaise, would he... Would anybody stop me? You can roll a perception check. I'll see what's around. Uh, 18? Yes. With an 18, you take a look around. And you notice that the various gardeners and handlers have taken attention to what's going on. You notice the harp player has stopped playing mm. and is looking like she might do something. Mm. Um, I mean, maybe it's better if we speak in a little bit private because, uh, well, we've learned some things that you might not want the folks around here to hear. So if you're okay with them hearing, we don't, we don't mind if they stay, but maybe it's better if they're not... Uh, privy to this information. What things? He gets a little bit more intense. Certain, uh, well, indiscretions, we'll say, that the maybe the misses... Have it out! Or my harp player will have you down. You've been getting your willy wet and weird ways. Everyone out! <laughs> <laughs> the harp player, the gardeners, and the various animal handlers <laughs> all leave the giant room, and Mayor Quimby looks daggers at you. What do you know about my willy? <laughs> <laughs> I'll either motion to Crick to hold up the paper, or if I have it, I'll hold it up, but be like... Sure, I'll, I'll pull it out and kind of... Hope, you know, take a look. Yeah, we have um, some information from you, uh, about you. His little chubby hands start reaching desperately for the paper. How about I just read a bit, and I read him the first line. There's more. That's 66% true. Well, there is more, and uh, perhaps you don't want everybody else to know. Ah. I suppose not. What do you want? We'd like to know all you know about anything regarding this lost Guarian princess. And don't try to give us the runaround, or my friend here is going to squish you like a blueberry. And I really don't like gnomes, so... It's hilarious that you think I'm defenseless. I, I believe the more important part of uh, uh, this transaction is we have information and 
you don't want it going out, and we don't want to give out. You just tell us, because we want to save Princess, and uh, you tell us where she is, perhaps, or something you know. I do hear things as a mayor. You give me that piece of paper and sign a contract saying, if this ever gets out, you will owe me 1,000 gold pieces each. Mm. An NDA. I believe this can work, except for the part where if you give out the information or someone else does, we won't, and we can sign that we don't tell anybody. But if other people know, perhaps from people we find from, or from you find from, or you say, this not our problem. I have to say I respect the shit out of that. (laughs) (laughs) That would be something I'd do. (laughs) But this not getting out is definitely more profitable for me. And to be honest, I don't give a shit about the princess. So I'll tell you what I know. The mayor attempts to waddle his fat body more upright in his seat while making a half-assed attempt to cover up his weenus with his fine clothing. He spits out a half-chewed cherry and gets more serious. Each time they have come, they have come with more. It is the Forsaken that has taken them out, as their uniforms are quite valuable for insider trading. This time, however, they have brought a weapon in the form of a very powerful maid. She has ten... Calamian scum following. Large numbers would attract others and the forest alike. The mage can hide only ten. Anders has continued to pay close attention to the gnome's wiggling fingers. Yeah. And uh, is going to sense another motive. All right. On this latest statement. Eleven. Yeah, you don't notice anything but him genuinely wanting to give you information so you can leave. So you say uh, ten people guard with this mage is this... Ten scum! Ten scum? Yeah. What do you mean by scum? Calamian scum. Ah, yes. The worshippers of the sun. I see, I see. Okay. Um, and do you know where they be? They be close. Like, uh, right behind you? I, it's, I don't know. Where, where's Claude? Ah! No, they're not there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Mr. Mayor, uh, very nice. Thank you. This... If you promise to leave now, I give you one more thing. Okay. Mayor senses motive. <laughs> <laughs> 22, are you going to leave? I was speaking truthfully. All right. The mage has one weakness. Her power comes from her mouth. Power comes from mouth. I mean, this is all for the mage. Yes, they all speak. What does this mean? Is there a way for her? Get rid of her power through mouth? Aren't you a mage? Mm, somewhat, yes. Then you should know. That's what my scouts tell me. Well, then, thank you, good sir. Yes, you promised. Yes, and we be go. Come, friend. Music! <laughs> yeah, we head out. Yeah, the harp leave. player returns. Yeah, we leave as they're coming back in. Yeah. 
Hey, friends, perhaps... Uh, so you leave the way you came? What what we do with this? I don't know. Uh, we attack mouth, I mean... It sounds very dangerous. Yeah, if we can pick her out, I mean, we can... Try to shut her down... Uh, to help prevent her from casting any spells on anybody, and... I'm still worried about the, the ten, ten guards there, ten, ten soldiers with her. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, we're, we're severely outnumbered, and maybe we can convince Akimbo, of course, because this is relating to the princess. I'm right here. I know. I was here the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I forget, you, you don't say much. No. You, you look so good, though. The mayor didn't say anything. I said I'd follow your lead, and I did that quite well. <laughs> <laughs> I do like him more and more. <laughs> this is like Drax in uh, yeah. Avengers. Like, Drax the Destroyer. I, yeah. I've mastered the art of camouflage. Yeah. If I remain perfectly still, you cannot see me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh, put up, put up, let's go to get some some things, and then let's go. As we're, as we're like leaving the compound. So, you guys want to do some shopping? Yay! Makeover, makeover. All right, so with the power of the podcast, we will pause and do some shopping, and we'll tell you about it! So after our shopping trip, we've done a bit of shopping, now that we're in this nice district and everything. Uh, Travis has decided to buy an upgrade for his bow, because before he was just using a regular longbow. Uh, But now Travis is going to be wielding a masterwork composite longbow with a strength modifier of plus two. Ooh. So it's not a plus two to hit and a plus two damage, but it is going to be plus two damage based on my strength because my strength is a plus two modifier. So I can fire a bow of up to plus two strength to pull it back uh, to get the extra damage. So you won't hit anything still. That's cool. Go on. Well, it's a masterwork, so it is plus one to hit. Okay. Uh, So that in itself cost $600. So that was basically the the gold that we got directly from... Uh, the Abadar folks. Um, then we were going to sell one of these scimitars, uh, one of the plus one scimitars, which is worth 750 gold to buy outright a new Cure Light Wounds wand of 50 charges. Uh, and then the final piece we want to buy uh, for Anders, right? Yep. Half plate armor, I believe. You couldn't afford that full plate, eh? Correct. Ooh. This is better yeah. value. Yeah. So Anders has gone from 16 to 18 with his new armor. The other nice thing with this armor is it's not interlocked chains. So when I vomit all over myself, <laughs> it's much easier to clean <laughs> off a plate compared to the the workings of uh, linked metal. Mm. Yes. <laughs> it's a real time saver. And we'll use some charges from the wand to heal people up. So you're walking through the middle district. You guys have done some shopping, exchanged some copper into gold, and it is still early afternoon in the day. Really, it hasn't taken long to get to the point where you're at. And the whole time Akimbo has kind of been very quiet, and he chooses this time to kind of open up and say, Mage with 10 men, that is more than us. Perhaps I should go to the compound and see if I can rally some more people. What is the plan? What are you thinking? I think this is the first great lead we've got on where the princess might be. I mean, we got a map that says one of the, at least one of these four places. So, you know, we got a one in four chance of picking the right one. We have an idea of where we're going. We know how many people are going to be there. We know this mage is going to be dangerous. So, yeah, any help you can get. 
How do we know that we're not going to be betrayed if we don't get there soon enough before they're warned? I think this could happen anytime. We just have to do. Uh, but perhaps if you have friends from Compound, maybe anybody who has a spell of silence would do quite well. Yeah, do you got any anti-magic uh, special fighters? I will look around. It depends who is there. There is always a rotation of who is there at the compound. Hey, Crick, do you think maybe the maybe the witch over there, would, would she have anything that might be helpful? Hey, we could ask, I don't know. But where should we meet you, Akimbo? Well, it depends. Like, are you guys ready to, like, move out right away, do you think? Or Pretty much. Unless we want to get... Are you guys... We have no other time for this, so yeah. yes. That patrol's coming. Perhaps we should meet at a hideout. Which hideout do you want to go to first? Well, I think this one with illusions is perhaps most likely with actual princess it. But do we want to clear out others first? I don't know. I, I think maybe best to get... One we think princess had. It increases the chance of them warning the the hideout that has the princess, so I think we should go direct to the heart. I agree, yes. So this, and I'm holding the map out, this one here I believe is best spot. I will find you in this area. I will go to the compound and leave immediately with a group. You don't want to go together? It may take some time to gather the people. You can wait if you wish. I don't understand what Akimbo's doing here. Why is he telling us to go by ourselves to stand and wait? You guys can do whatever you want. He's going to sell us out. <laughs> yeah. See, this is the plan. He gets us to like him. We finally like him. <laughs> yeah. And then he sells us to the highest bidder. Yeah. I want to sense his moat. <laughs> I rolled a one. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You have no reason to distrust Akimbo. You see that he wants to help. He's dressed up. And, uh, <laughs> He's dressed <laughs> up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think maybe, uh, I don't know, Akimbo might be right. Maybe we can go scope out the area because if we can get there and discern that there's nothing going on or that they are there, then we can tell them if this is the place to go after or not. Okay, perhaps we talk to a nice lady first and then we go. We can meet somewhere else if you wish. No, this is fine. How far away is this compound or whatever? Or yeah, this, this how far away spot on the map? It's the southern Adivan, and it's like about, let's say, a four-hour travel from the witch's hut north. Okay. okay. So four hours to travel, an hour to convince people, and then, well, then they got to get ready. they got to put their armor on. they got to... Oil up their sword. We can well, that was just it. It's like it's a long trek, and you guys can do whatever you want. They're not going to get there. You can suspect Akimbo and shadow him and see where he goes. <laughs> oh, no. Or like you can literally do whatever you want. They're not going to get there till nightfall at the earliest. But that might be the best time to strike. So maybe we go there and we scope the place out and make sure they. Well, you just know you have one day left, and you don't know how much is left in that day, really. Yeah. Um. Where are the other spots on the map in comparison with that one? They're all closer in a line, a couple hours closer. Can we skirt by them and have a quick look on the way to the main one? You could go through one and hit the main one, yeah. But if you were to split up to the other two on the no. left or the right, 
it would add a couple hours each way. Right. And we don't want to do that. Well, let's hit one then. The one on the way? Let's talk to the witch first, hit the one on the way, and then go to the main one. Sure. And wait for nightfall, wait for mm -hmm. nightfall, and then they'll show up, hopefully, with reinforcements. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that's smart. Don't forget, Akimbo, she has powerful magic from face, mouthing and stuff is what this mayor tells us. So, silent spell, very good, or something of similar value. So, you make your way from the middle district, through the slums, on the way to the witch's house. As Akimbo makes his way to the Guardian compound, to hopefully get some reinforcements. Despite the suspicions of Anders and Crick. <laughs> Hey, I didn't even sense a motive. <laughs> I should have. You did. No, no, I did. Oh. So on the way to the witch's house, let's have everyone roll a perception. Mm. 17. 19. 10. So with a 19, you once again notice the same thing. You are being followed. And you reach the witch's door. You open the door, and sitting at her little table is Esmeralia de Fronia, with eyes missing from her sockets Ugh. and bleeding down her cheeks. And we'll see you guys next time. What? 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 Uh, uh. Uh, That's it. What did you do? <laughs> You're not supposed to cliffhang us. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>